Welcome to another podcast from the Burlington Congregation of the Church of God International. You can find out more about CGI Burlington on our website at cgiburlington.org. Alright, so I was told that to get over my nervousness to picture everybody in their underwear. And I just want to state that everybody looks very hilarious. So last year, my dad told me that one of the greatest things in life is to join a team, to be part of of the same team as somebody else. All right. So football. I joined a football team. I was number three on my football team. And my football team taught me one of the largest life lessons that I know to this day. The people behind your back are the people who are on the same team as you. They will never betray you, and they will always have your back. When you join a team, not only do you get to know the players, but you also to wear the same jersey. And this is what I want to talk about today. So, my first game, my very first football game, I got hit very hard. I was on the ground. After shaking off the hit, little did I know, the people on my football team, the people I barely even knew, were at my back. They had my back, and they rushed to my defense. It was a brotherhood that I had never experienced until I realized I had been part of one my entire life. Let me show you what I mean. When you have the same jersey as the entire team, they are always behind you, supporting you all the way. If someone takes a cheap shot to you or one of the other players, then the whole team is defending that one player. This is the same concept we need to use in our church family. So I'd like to show you why friends are so important and why they should wear the same jersey as us. So, they're always there when we need it. Our friends in the faith are completely different than the friends at school. Because they are there at times of trial, and they know what our beliefs are. They know what we go through. They know the same things that we do, and will proceed with us through all times. Let's go to Ecclesiastes 4. We'll go to verse 9 to 12. Two are better than one, Ecclesiastes 4, verse 9, because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, one will lift up his companion. But woe to him who is alone when he falls, for he has no one to help him up. Again, if two lie down together, they will keep warm. But how can one keep warm alone? Though one may be overpowered by another, two can withstand him, and a threefold cord is not quickly broken. Throughout these scriptures, there is an emphasis on the values of having a friend. The sharing of bonds and partaking in life's events together is a large relief on stuff such as isolation and loneliness. A friend can offer so much like assistance, comfort, and defense. We should always have a friend to depend on, and also that they can depend on us, because that's what friends are for. 
But two are better than one, for they can offer much more support than one single friend could ever go through. So it's a covenant between them which solidifies their bonds. Covenant. What do I mean by that? Well, I'll get to that later. The definition of a friend actually means a person whom one knows and with whom one has a bond of mutual affection. So about that covenant part. Turn with me now to 1 Samuel 18, verse 1 to 3. First Samuel 18 and verse 1 to 3. Now when he had finished speaking to Saul, verse 1, the soul of Jonathan was knit to the soul of David, and Jonathan loved him as his own soul. Saul took him that day and would not let him go. Uh, Saul took him that day and would not let him go home to his father's house anymore. Then Jonathan and David made a covenant because he loved him as his own soul. And Jonathan took off the robe uh, that was on him and gave it to David with his armor, even to his sword and his bow and his belt. This covenant was a mutual agreement between between David and Jonathan that they would care for each other's needs, to attend each other's interests. So there's a large, uh, there were a large love for each other in between this covenant. And also, covenants aren't usually made on a daily basis. So that means that this bond was so strong that these two brothers in spirit had made a covenant. Jonathan should have been the rightful heir to his father's throne. But David, who was chosen by God, and, uh, but David, who was, chosen by God was a threat. But Jonathan didn't see it as a threat to his heir. However, Jonathan um, had a son whose name was Mephibosheth. Long name. I don't want to get into the name, but I mean, the name doesn't matter. All I'm trying to say is, Jonathan had a son who was lame. He was a cripple. And uh, once Jonathan died, David um, had Jonathan's son's back. Uh, David treated Mephibosheth, uh, who was Jonathan's son, as the utmost respect and let him live in the palace like a king. Even in death, David had Jonathan's back. So, finally, uh, not finally, let's turn to James 5, verse 16. James 5, verse 16, says, Confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. In the sermon, or the split sermon, that Mr. Kosh gave us, he talked about addictions, and he pointed out that the most important part is adding a good addiction to your bad addiction, but also having a friend to be there at all times. So friends are the people who will get us through anything. They're the people, real friends, are the people who would die for us who would wear the same jersey as us and go through the same temptations and trials as us. So this ties into my next scripture, which is Proverbs 18 and verse 24.
Proverbs 18, verse 24. A man who has friends must himself be friendly, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. This friend that sticks closer than a brother is the person that wears the same jersey as us. He or she is our accountability partner. In our youth studies that we did in the mornings, we talked about an accountability partner, which is someone we can always rely on. They are our partner in crime, basically. They should always be there for us when, they, when we need their help. And the same goes for them. They need our help. We need to be there as an accountability partner. So, me and my dad, my dad was a little overweight, you could say. And he wanted, <laughs> he wanted to lose the weight. We would go to the gym every day. He lost almost 30 pounds because we could rely on each other. I was his accountability partner. Partner, He was my account- accountability partner. They need our help. We need to be there for them in times of trial. As I conclude, go to Ephesians 6, verse 10 and 11. We most, we most of us know the scripture, but we'll go through it again. Ephesians 6, verse 10 and 11. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Put on the whole armor of God. With the Holy Spirit on the outside for all of us. And those who are baptized, they have the Holy Spirit on the inside. Uh, That ties into the armor of God, because the armor of God is like our jersey. We know exactly who our friends are, because they wear the same jersey as us. And as I said in James, we can always rely on them. They are our accountability partner. When we go through trials and temptations, it is like game day, walking through the halls, wearing our jerseys, knowing that whatever happens, the people to the left, right, front, or back, um, they always have our back. Our closest friends need to wear the same jersey as us because the armor of God is exactly the armor that unites us and makes us one with each other. This has been a podcast from the Burlington Congregation of the Church of God International. We hope you are blessed by it. To find out more about CGI Burlington, visit our website at cgiburlington.com.